There is no duality in non-duality. Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. Anything that you say is automatically false. Uh, the minute that we start talking about the one substance, then we start using concepts. This is part two of the meeting I had with Randall Friend. Out of the nothingness comes the I am. And then out of this I am comes the world. Then we start abstracting into concepts. We start adding on, I am Randall, I am a man, I have a job, I do this, I'm a good person, I'm a bad person, I'm a nice person. We go further and further. I study science or I like to play football. Whatever the abstraction is, we just go further and further on down the line in the identification we start by looking at the reality or the impermanence of all of these abstractions and we see that they are relative and impermanent so we rest in the I am only this is what Nisargadatta talks about we rest in the I am only what is that and that is this sense of existence the sense of beingness the sense of aliveness that is undeniable and that doesn't require a concept or a belief to know. It's immediately there. It's not changing. It's a knowing and it is ever-present and obvious. It's unescapable. So we rest in this sense of I am and then we realize lots of things. We realize that yeah this body-mind is there but it's not me. It's not what I am. It's sensations and it does lots of things and there's the sensation of arising of apparent choice and this body goes about and does lots of things but that sense of I am never changes that sense of I am is a knowingness that's watching this it's like a mirror that reflects the world it reflects the activities of the body mind it reflects the human experience but it's never involved. It's not doing anything. It's reflecting. It has no eyes or ears or brain or arms or legs. It's simply reflecting these things that are happening. And that's obvious once we see through the concept of a person. Once we break the identification with that body-mind as being the center, as being the person, as being what I am. But that's still duality. So this, the sense of the world, the computer and the desk and the walls, and this is all a picture being drawn by the mind through the brain and the nervous system. And this process takes place. But if we take the brain out and put it under a microscope, we take the chemicals out of the brain, which create these sensations. 
and we look at them under a microscope, then there still has to be a perceiver to see these things. And that perceiver is part of the illusion. Even the witness is part of the illusion. And ultimately, we have to discard that too. Ultimately, we have to realize that no matter what words we use, we're never going to get it. That we turn around and look, we are nothing. We are not. There's no such thing as a body, no such thing as a mind, no such thing as a world, no such thing as a witness. These are concepts. These are formed from nothingness. And this nothingness even is a concept. So we discard that. If you turn around and look, conceptually, turn around and look. If we close our eyes and we don't use concepts, we pause thoughts, what are we really resting in? What are we... What do we find? What is our direct experience? Nothingness. Space. Vast space. Silence. Stillness. The stillness before sound. The stillness is there. And the sound comes out of it. The space is there. And the form comes out of it. So this nothingness prior to the world... So this nothingness prior to the world that contains the world that the world is formed from is what we're pointing to but we're still saying that's still a concept that's still duality let go of the rope jump off the cliff there is nothing there that can harm us there's nothing there at all there's nothing to be afraid of it's all conceptual, it's all formed from nothing. How do you see that all of this is appearing on that? Well, once again, we're saying, how do I do this? How do I do that? There is no how. There is no method. There is no process. There is no you to do any of it. There is no answer to find. There's nothing to grab hold of. And then that's so funny because here I am asking these questions. And then there's somebody who answers the question and then there's this entity that looks back and sees and then sees that there isn't an entity there. So there's all this crazy play. It's almost a farce or something. What's going on? Well, a very interesting way to put it is... We use the word mind, and we don't often see that the word mind is not a real thing, that mind is a conceptual box that we use to describe thoughts and beliefs and memories and associations and all these things that seem to be appearing. We use the word mind to create a category for them, to create a conceptual box. But mind is not something that I can take out 
and show you. It's not an object. It's not a thing. It's a concept. But the mind is not something that I can take out and show you. It's not an object. It's not a thing. It's a concept. If we apply that same logic to the person, the person is a word that was created, a conceptual box that is used to contain the body, to contain the thoughts, the beliefs, the emotions, the sensations. So the person is this body-mind. So it's not a thing. The person is not a thing. It's simply a word that we use, just like we use mind. So we're using person to point to that body-mind. But yet then the mind adds on. Well, the person must be me. It must be a separate entity. It must have a spirit or a soul or it's going to go to heaven or it's going to go to hell. We add a lot and a lot of concepts to that. But that person never really existed. That's just a, a word, just like mind. It doesn't really exist. There's no such thing as a person. There's a body-mind. There are thoughts appearing. There are beliefs being created out of words. The thoughts and uh, the functioning is happening. But the person is not a real thing. It's just a concept. It's just a word that's used. So there's no separate entity in that body-mind that's... There. That's simply a creation and belief. That's simply a, a taught belief. But we believe it because we hear it from our parents and our teachers, and we hear it from the TV and, and the movies. And it's reinforced constantly as we grow up, and we have no defense mechanism against that. We don't have the ability to sort of... Extricate ourselves uh, from it. Yes. So that gets assimilated. But it's really a pretty simple thing to see through. There is no such thing as a person inside that body. It's just a body-mind. It's, it's no different from a tree or a rock. It's a functioning part of nature. And nature is not just when you go take a walk in the woods and you see the trees and the water and the grass. Nature is all of it. The planets, the body-minds, the houses, every bit of it is nature. And nature is formed from the elements. Iron and hydrogen and oxygen and carbon and those things are what the basis or the essence of all of these forms are. So we can continue to break this down into the molecules, hydrogen, oxygen, molecules. And these molecules are simply nothing but atoms, atomic reactions happening. And if we look even farther into the quantum field, we see that even these atoms and protons and neutrons and all these things that make up elements, we see that they are basically empty. They're open space. There's nothing there. There's simply energy. And that energy creates, in different ways, forms the different elements, which then form bodies and houses and trees. But it's all emptiness. Any first grade chemistry book will show you their emptiness. But we really ignore that. We don't put that into the newspaper every day because that's not what people really believe. They believe that they're a solid substance and that they're separate and that they're a person and they have a soul and they're going to go to heaven or hell. But the basis of the essence is emptiness. This intelligent energy that Bob speaks of. 
And that's no different than the intelligence that's spinning the planets that actually is forming the planets and spinning them, the blood flowing through the veins and the sap flowing through the trees. and All of this is this intelligence that is forming form from emptiness. Emptiness is form, form is emptiness. But if form is emptiness and emptiness is form, then neither one really exists. If they're the same thing, then neither one really exists. There's nothing standing apart from form and emptiness saying, oh, there's form and there's emptiness. They're the same thing. And this one substance that the universe of form is created from is this intelligent functioning, this intelligent energy, this intelligent substance. And that's what we're seeing. But the very seeing, the very perceiver, is also formed from nothingness. What is it to know clearly on that? Whether you know it or not is irrelevant because you already are that anyway. There's nothing that you can do. There is no you to do anything. The world happens. You find yourself here, you find yourself there. That sense of I am comes up after the fact. The sense of I am then later goes in and uh, the sense of being a person applies ownership or doership to it after the fact. So that's already happening and that's part of the illusion. And that's not going to go away. That's part of the functioning. That's how the creation process works. If we say that the substance is God, then the thought that comes up that I want to have a glass of water or I want to go to the bathroom or I want to write a song, this creation process is naturally part of the functioning. You have nothing to do with it. You are not there to do anything. Things that are created in the world are created through lots of different ways, and one of those ways is the thoughts come up and actions are taken based on those thoughts, decisions are made. And that's obvious, and I think a lot of times people get confusion because they say, well, this is happening, this is obvious, there are thoughts coming up and then decisions happen. But the point is there's no you there making those decisions. There's no you that's the author of those thoughts. Those thoughts come up and then a decision happens and then an action is taken. And then later, the sense of I takes ownership. So that's a natural part of the functioning. Even the sense of I and the sense of illusion of it, the wondering who I am, this is all part of the natural functioning. So if there is seeking happening, then that's a natural part of the functioning. If there is a lack of seeking happen or a supposed clarity, then that's a part of the functioning. There's no one there to say, well, I don't want to be seeking, so now I'm going to try to be clear on this. That's still part of the illusion. Kind of the essence of what I gained from Bob and Gilbert was what you are is prior to any concept about what you are. I think that that sort of wraps it up very nicely. That's it for now from the Urban Guru Cafe. If you have any comments to make about this story or any ideas you would like to hear about, 
You can find our contact details at urbangurucafe.com. Thanks for listening. There is no duality in non-duality.